This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everybody, it's Friday, February the 14th and Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's also our fifth wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary, Eric. You too, honey. We're so so excited and we're honored that um, you are spending this time with us. That's right. We hope that you humor us a little bit as we reminisce some, but um, there is a point to the podcast for all of us that really God is the Valentine that we all need, whether we're married or not. So anyway, happy Valentine's Day. It's, um, as I already said, very special to us. And we want you to remember that not only is God love, but He is the real man in the ro- in the word romance and the only Valentine any of us will ever need, whether we're married or not. That's right. And of course, what we're going to talk about comes from 1 Corinthians 13. That's right. It's such a beautiful passage, and I'm actually reading it from the... Uh Life Recovery Bible. If you don't have one, that's a great Bible to get as well. And, uh, you know, chapter 13 in 1 Corinthians is really beautiful. And it's something that you just, you can't really pick out a scripture or or a sentence, you know, uh, a scripture to read. It all blends in well together. But what I would encourage you as I'm reading here today is every time you hear the word love, replace it with God. Mm -hmm. Like for instance, it says love is patient and kind. You would say God is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. God is not jealous. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just kind of picture that in your head as I'm reading. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed Mm -hmm. all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. Mm-hmm. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Mm-hmm. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wrong. Mm-hmm. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. Is always faithful and hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Mm-hmm. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now, our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now, we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror, 
but then we will see every, everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then I will know everything completely, just as God now know, knows me completely. So these three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. Beautiful. Love, love, love that. Absolutely beautiful. Of course, yes. I don't know how many weddings that's read at. Many, many weddings. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so true. It's so true. You know, I'll tell you, man. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> Teresa and I were getting married. We, uh, we got married, actually, on February 14th, you know, in 2009, five years ago. And we got married at a place called Christ Haven for Children. It's in Keller, Texas, which is, um, I don't know, probably an hour from where we live. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a, it was a uh, ministry that Teresa's parents helped establish over, well, 50 years ago, 55 years ago. It's for children that don't have a home. Exactly. They're orphans. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a beautiful place, man. I don't know how many acres. How many acres is it? A couple hundred couple hundred acres, it's horses, and they have houses that house about 10 people. And, with families. Uh, with parents. families, you know, and they have uh, you house, know, parents. house parents that live there and raise these children. And it, it is it is amazing, you know. And, and you know, I never got to meet. <laughs> My dad. Teresa's dad, Cecil. But I'll tell you, all the stories I've heard of him, and all the great things that he did for others. I can't wait to meet him one day in heaven. <laughs> you know, but I see him every day in his daughter. Mm. Her desire for, for Jesus. And uh, man, I'll tell you, that's such a joy. Well, this chapel that was on Christ Haven for Children, this, this, uh, this, uh, this place we went to, the chapel is right there on the Yeah, on the right acreage. there. Yeah, it's right there on the acreage, and it has huge windows. You know, it's a beautiful little chapel, mm -hmm. little country chapel. Well, actually, you can uh, if you look on your your screen, there's a picture of it. Yeah, that's all. Everybody's standing there, right outside of it. We just looked at the church through uh, all those people coming out of it. This chapel was so quaint and small. Yeah, but we got a hundred people in there. I know. But that's what you see right now if you look on your screen. Well, these, these windows have big windows. You know, I mean, this chapel had big windows. So anyway, I was standing, you know, about to walk down the aisle. And a friend of Teresa's was, you know, near me. And she said, hey, let me see the rain. Who, who was that? It was Cynthia. Okay. And uh, so I, was, I went to my coat to get in my coat pocket to get the ring. And I realized I had left it in the, in the truck, in my truck. It was parked beside the chapel, you know. And all the time, I had been praying, God... All the time. If, if if I'm not supposed to marry Scott, then don't let it happen. If, I, if I'm not supposed to yeah. marry Scott, and all the time I knew that I was, but I was still praying. It, it seems terrible not even say that, but just to be sure. And so just just keep that in mind as this story continues to unfold. Yeah, so I, I you know, I, I went, oh, my gosh. And so, I, I mean, I just, without saying anything, I, I, I ran out of the chapel and ran around to the side, got to my truck, got inside, got the ring, put it in my coat, and came back. Well, un un unbeknownst to me, I didn't realize that everyone in the chapel had, was watching me. Including me. Including Teresa and, and the pastor. 
watch, they're all watching me go, you know, like like I was getting to my truck Running. to leave. Runaway groom. You're like, oh, there he goes. <laughs> so, but anyway, so when we got up there uh, during the ceremony, the minister said, we thought you were out of here, brother. Yeah. But you know what? It was a comic relief. It was great. We, we, we talked about it during our wedding. Uh, she and I joked about it at the altar, you know, and so... Um, but I'll never forget that, man. I just broke out in a sweat, mm -hmm. you know. I was oh, my gosh, it's in my truck. So, mm -hmm. but, you know, uh, I tell you what, it was, uh, uh, the wedding went, went beautifully. You know, in fact, uh, uh, the pastor who was supposed to marry us, he got sick, the very sick. Several people had the flu. Yes. Um, and so he called me the night before and said, mm -hmm. man, I can't perform it. I can't even speak. Mm. And so Christ Haven for Children has a pastor on campus on on you know the acreage that lives there and runs everything and uh so we we met with him friday night before we were supposed to get married that saturday yeah and and talked to him for about 30 minutes 45 minutes his name is kelly and uh, but i must say he did a wonderful job mm -hmm. i mean for not being prepared and all this he i mean it couldn't have been any better he was awesome you know, all the people that came. It was a beautiful wedding. It really was, you know. And, um, but I, I'll just never forget, you know, that when I, all this all this time I was praying to Jesus, you know. Uh, and reading that love chapter for so many times. Mm -hmm. But love is the greatest gift. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest gift of all. Somebody asked me the other day, what, you know, Scott and I both have been married before. What was so special about mm -hmm. this wedding versus the other one? And I said, the first weddings, because of our youth, was so much more about the wedding. Yeah. This time, it's so much about the marriage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Well, one way I know that God loves me, just one way, because there's so many ways, is he blesses me with great gifts. He always has. You know, ever since I gave my life to him, man, it's just, you know, blessing after blessing. There's trials, but there's always a blessing over the rainbow, I guess they say. But on September 20th, 2007, I met my greatest gift. Teresa. Aww. We were married February 14th, 2009. I am blessed to be able to look into the eyes of my wife every day and see our greatest gift of all, the love of Jesus. That's beautiful. Now that is love. It is. And so, you know what, man? The reason why we love each other so much is and because of Jesus. And the reason we can stand the test of time yeah. is because of Christ. That's right. It's a different kind of love instead of godly love. It is. Until you totally experience different. it, it's, it's hard to explain. Totally it's different. It's for everybody. So don't we won't, settle. We won't, we won't go into the honeymoon night. Don't settle. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, it's a, we're pretty, at 11 minutes was, already. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. It was. <laughs> honey. <laughs> Pastor. Yes. Uh, yes. Whatever. You're, never mind. <laughs> Oh, Lord. But listen, you it's know. It's time to wrap up. Yeah, I know. But, you know, we, we want to say thank you today. And I, I personally want to say thank you as well, uh, Teresa and I, for uh, spending 
this day with us today. Yeah. You know, as being part of our five-year anniversary. I mean, you're our friends. Mm -hmm. You're our brothers and sisters in Christ. Over 15,000 of y'all now. Yeah, over 15,000 of y'all. It's mind-boggling. You know, you guys in Germany, man, y'all are going nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean? There's a lot of you guys listening to us, and we certainly appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And please forward, keep forwarding our podcast to your friends. And if you want us to come speak in one of your countries, um, you know, <laughs> let us know. You know? And, you uh, can bring interpreters, even. Yeah, absolutely. You know? With southern accents, maybe? That's right. But you know what? I want to give a shout out right now um, to any armed anyone who's in the armed forces on this on this Valentine's Day mm -hmm. who may be away from their loved ones. That's right. I pray that you know Jesus, and because of that, even though you may be away from your loved ones, He's always there with you. So you know what? If you've never felt that kind of love that we just spoke about. A love between yourself and Jesus. That there, that afterwards, you know, translates into a wonderful marriage that's built on a, a stable foundation. Well, we want you to give your lifetime today. And more than that, he desires you. He's waiting for a man right there. I'm telling you, he's waiting. As soon as I asked him into my life, man, Jesus, I mean, it was... Like I said before, it's like a big old bear hug. I felt it, you know. He just—he was so happy. He said, "Man, I've been waiting a long time for this." No matter how old you are, same response. He's been waiting a long time for that. So, if you want to give your life to Him today, and we pray you do, to experience this love, or maybe you have one time, and, and you're just realizing, "Gosh, I—I I didn't give my heart to it. I never really experienced that love that." Scott and Teresa are talking about today. But give your heart to him today and start experiencing the love of Jesus. So, Father, we just thank you for who you are, Lord. And, Lord, we know that you died on the cross, that you, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, we know our sins are forgiven because you tell us that if we ask you to forgive us of our sins, they are forgiven. Lord, I want that love I want that agape love that you give me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Nice weekend. That's right. And happy Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, go to a church this weekend, you know, and attend a church. Ask them if they have a mentorship and discipleship program. And get involved. Mm -hmm. Get involved, man. You know, to me, that's being everything, but at least get mentored and have someone help you walk this through the, with this walk mm -hmm. with Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, we're excited and uh, happy Valentine's Day, as you've already said. Happy anniversary to us and anybody else out there. And until we talk to you on Monday, yeah. keep living it up. Love you. Yeah.